Hello and welcome to Royale Without Cheese, our bi-weekly podcast in which we discuss both the classic and the unknown of Hollywood and foreign cinema from the then and now. We are three filmmakers and your hosts, me, Tomás Ferreira, Miguel Aido, Hi there. And Leonard Miranda. Hello, everyone. This is our talk show segment where we welcome grand indie filmmakers to our wonderful couch and discuss their work. Here with us we have Mazen Hash Kasim, a Syrian actor, director and producer based in Denmark. Mazen has directed and produced several shorts and runs indie film festivals across different countries. As an actor, he performed in TV series, short films and plays which were later screened at established Danish galleries. He starred in the Netflix series The Rain and the thriller The Nile Hilton Incident, screened at 2017 Sundance Film Festival. Today we go through his experience as a festival head and his latest short film work. So Mazen, how are you feeling today? Um, thank you so much for uh, podcast today. Thank you guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure um, to talk now about my projects and the future projects. Uh, I'm going well. I'm going well. Actually, it's very uh, um, surprise for me because this month I'm just to get like 20 uh, selected for my new film, My Toy. Right. Yeah. 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 We've nice. been seeing that you have pretty competitive. Uh, month really and all sorts of festivals uh, right after now after tomorrow after tomorrow i will be in givoni international film festival in italy oh yeah best, uh, film festival in italy after venice so um they just um selected on the 10 short films from 3,000 short films yeah Very nice. well for starters congratulations on my toy evidently because not only has been on that on those more recent festivals but always uh, but also it has been on uh, stockholm international film festival And it just won the uh, Audience Award at Gosh International Film Festival in Paris. And just for the viewers listening, it's a drama concerning uh, two children, Sarah and Salim, which get separated of their families by the authorities because, well, the families are incapable of taking care of them. And this is really an issue that is pretty big in Scandinavia uh, at the moment, as your film shows. Uh, how did you come about this issue? Uh, how did you, how did it pull did you in, pulled your interest? And amongst... Uh, a lot of those social justice films out there. How different did you envision your approach uh, to be? To be honest with you, this My Toy, it's a first fiction film talking about this line and about important story in Scandinavian. Um, sure, you watch the film and in the end, um, you can read like last year in Denmark, it was a 13,500 children it's a gate from their parents. So this is crazy, it's very crazy number. And uh, 2015, when it came Syrian refugees to Scandinavian, Sweden and Norway and Denmark. So many families, Syrian families, they uh, lost their children because, you know, we have a different, like 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 I'm, I'm, I'm Syrian origin. So if you wanted to talk uh, with my uh, boy, for example, my son, I cannot to tell him when, when, when I'm see he make it like wrong. So I cannot. You cannot do that. And also, mm. I'm not to be like uh, sadist with him, but you can make balance. You can talk with him. You can be you can be angry with him sometimes. So that's what's happened with the Syrian uh, families in, in, uh, in uh, Sweden and Denmark uh, between 2015 and 17 and to now, maybe uh, they, they lost uh, their children. So uh, from there, I'm just like make 
idea and a synopsis to make my toy. And my toy is just a short film, but I'm working now to be like future film as a long film. So because it's very, very important, this story. And when I'm screened like my toy last four months in many festivals to now 50 festivals. So um, the audience, they, they, they be like very interested and they ask me that, do you think Mazin, it's very easy to lost your children in 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 Scandinavian? I'm told no, it's not easy. Like like the police, for example, they didn't came for my home and they tell me, okay, we wanted to take your son from you. No, this uh, never. You cannot see that. But for example, I have a son, and uh, I'm 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 just like um, I've been angry yesterday, for example. So uh, he's heard my voice, it was a high, and uh, today he went for school. So his teacher um, told him uh, what's happened, why you are sad. So um, he, he told her uh, because my father, he was angry yesterday. So I will see the police at my home. Okay, so you're saying that there is in fact uh, an abuse of force, that uh, things can be misinterpreted because of a simple discussion exactly. or argument. Exactly. Okay. And also, I'm going to start to uh, to uh, to write my toy because I've been a writer, producer, and director for a film. Um, I talk it with my doctor. I talk it with the uh, family house. This family house where I'm shooting my toy, where it's like mm -hmm. parents, they meet with the children, the children. So we say in Denmark or Scandinavian family house where they meet together, the parents and the, and the, the children. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm talking with them and I'm asking them when and why you get like uh, the children from their parents. So they told me, Mazin, you have two options. The first one, uh, for example, um, if if the parents, they have problems uh, like uh, alcoholic, uh, they take drugs, uh, under 18, uh, and they have stress. And the second option, uh, sometimes in a Scandinavian or a Scandinavian family, um, they they give their children for city hall or for common to caring about their children. Because, for example, um, to um, man and woman, so they have a relationship and they uh, they come and like to, to stop this relationship and they have one boy. So what will happen about him? Um, they they will give this uh, son for Denimon to caring about him mm -hmm. because they wanted to caring about themselves and they don't want to caring about children. They wanted to go for another relationship. Yeah, but, but to be honest with you, it's very, very, very problem because last week, uh, one woman, she's from Iraq, she's uh, as a refugee in Stockholm. She lost uh, her girl. They have like a new girl, like uh, two weeks, I think. And the police, they came and take, they took like uh, the girl from uh, her mother because she has stress. Mm -hmm. So all social media in Scandinavian, they're talking about this. Right. Happened with right. Them. So um, that all. So, so it seems that the level of how the situation is treated, the level of injustice, is much bigger than uh, the spirit, any good intentions, or the so-called spirit of justice that this kind of action would have, which would be, uh, at the first instance, would be to just separate the children from parents who are abusive, drug addicts, who have clear problems, clearly 
the situation is unbalanced. You know, that's what you're saying, correct? That they're actually taking without good reason. More than are taking with good reason. Exactly. And right, also right. for them to write uh, their story, um, I'm just thinking about, um, I wanted to make like just one family to go to one family in uh, their story, for example, uh, Arabian family, or I need to make balance. So when I'm here, many, many different stories in Denmark, Sweden, and Norway, um, so I'm thinking, no, I need to do um, to put like two different uh, families, Danish and Arabic family, because that I'm putting in my toy, Danish family and Arabic family, but I have three children, two girls and one boy. The second girl, if you can see, the here family, they, they didn't come to meet her. That what I'm in so um, yeah. before shooting two weeks, before I'm started shooting two weeks ago. So um, I've been in family house and I'm so like a one boy, he sit alone. So I've been to talk with uh, the manager for family house and I'm gonna ask her uh, why why he sit alone. So she told me because uh, his family they didn't came to to meet him. Mm. Okay. So, sorry, what the fuck? So um, um, the the Denmark give you a chance to meet your son after you lost him so sure um we need to know first which problem do you have like for example if you are you are alcoholic so you cannot to see him maybe one time by year if you have a stress one time by uh, monthly um if you have like uh, if you sick you have a dangerous sick so you can meet him uh, uh, one time every six months uh, but not alone. It will be uh, like we say, Bidigu, who is assistant children. They need to be with you in a room or in a place when uh, when you meet him. So and sometimes when when you have a chance to meet your son, so you didn't come to meet him. So that's crazy. Yeah. So clearly, that must be one of the situations where the parent does not have the the capacity. It's not a parent with the capacity to take care, perhaps, or exactly. there's some kind of disconnection. Is one more one of those cases. I live in Odense, Danish city. Um, six months ago, I think, like one uh, family uh, from uh, Somalian, I think Somalian family. Uh, they are refugees here in Odense. Uh, he killed his wife. Oh Jesus Christ! And his children. It was in salon, and they see. Um, they saw everything what's happened. When it came police, they take two children and they move them to, for example, Copenhagen or another uh, uh, city, and they change their name because he cannot meet them again, never. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that because mm-hmm. it's many audience people when they watch the film and when I'm gonna make a Q and A. So they ask me, Mazin, um, you open a movie like a negative and you close a negative. You didn't so you didn't make like for example uh, who's a Arab father he's a, he took his son and the back again for his country so I'm told him no I cannot because this true stories mm-hmm. I cannot put for example um, Arabic father he's uh, very genius he's very gentle and he's very relaxing with his son when he talk with him I cannot do that so why he lost his son. But I'm not with uh, to talk like uh, the children from their parents. 
But sometimes I'm with that when, for example, do you have big problem? We'll pass to the Mike's question on another angle. Yes, uh, but it's for my, uh, full memory. For my full memory. Ah, full memory. This short was screened at the Academy Award qualifying Odense International Film Festival. And it follows the daily life of Ziad, a lonely immigrant living in Europe uh, who needs a, to confront a dark truth in his past, um, which he is suppressing the death of his brother. And this felt, I think, to all of us, um, a much more personal story. So how did this idea come to you? And being the main actor, um, do you believe that it served like a catharsis for something profound that you needed to express, perhaps? Um, full memory, um, it's made it like many success uh, last year and this year because 149 film festivals, we screen it and 38 awards. We got 38, 39, I think, awards as best short film. Um, I shoot in Luxembourg, full memory. Um, and we got like a funding from uh, Luxembourg Film Fund. Um, it was very difficult and very challenging for me to shoot a full memory uh, in Luxembourg. I can speak Arabic and I've been an actor in the movie, um, but all the crew and the cast, it was a Luxembourgian, French people, they didn't speak Arabic. So, but sure, I mean, uh, I've been a writer also, I'm translating the script for three languages. And um, the, it was a Corona time, and um, I'm writing the script uh, 2020, but already started uh, Corona time, everything closed. So I'm, I have to wait to open uh, all airport again and uh, to be in Luxembourg and shoot in Luxembourg. Uh, it was a challenge because I mean, shoot the full memory in 12 hours just 12 hours in the same day wow. yeah <laughs> 14 <laughs> minutes so uh, and uh, and you did a massive scene in a train station which is another thing full of people which i think was on natural made exactly. you, need, you need to talk with the police to take like document shooting there and uh, luxembourg actually it's very small country so uh, i think 400,000 people just but uh, Many people, they came from France, Germany, uh, Belgium. They working there in Luxembourg and they back again. So we shoot like uh, the scenes uh, in the train station in the middle day, 14 o'clock, I think 15 o'clock, when the people, they need to, they have to to back again to their countries, to, to Paris or uh, Germany. It was my, my, uh, my plan for full memory uh, to give the character for... Uh, Another actor, uh, his name Abed Fahed. Abed Fahed, his biggest star uh, in Middle East. But Abed Fahed, he's have sixty years almost, and he told me thing. Uh, he's changed all my plan. He told me, Mazen, you need to to play this character. So I'm told, no, I'm director for the film. I I cannot be an actor. So I'm 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 a professional actor also because I finished from uh, uh, theater school 2012 in Damascus, Syria, mm -hmm. and um, I've been a professional actor in my country. We're gonna back for this subject again. But um, he, he told me you need to play this character because you are still young. So I'm in 31 now. I've been 29. So um, uh, he, he's a change in like uh, something between me and the, the story. So I'm back again and changed the draft. 
and um, full memory is the ad character. It's a just one character in a movie. Uh, we can't talk about the story because uh, almost we have now one and a half year. Um, uh, Ziad, he's have nostalgia. So this nostalgia, you can find this nostalgia in all people like me, you. Yeah. I need like uh, nostalgia, for example, I'm from Syria, I'm living in Denmark. And, uh, when I meet any uh, Syrian guy, so we uh, directly we start to talk about uh, the Syrian food, uh, some streets in Syria. So this nostalgia. Ziad, he's have, um, he went for extreme in nostalgia. Every weekend, uh, he went for a train station to take his guest. And every weekend, we're going to see him. He back again. And he opened like a subject to talk with the, his guest. And in the end, we uh, we can see like uh, he called his mother and uh, he talking with her and she told him um, why why you call me every time and you ask about your brother. Yeah. So already already he asked her before, but he don't want to believe that. Mm-hmm. He knows he knows he's 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 uh, he's sick, but he don't want to be like he's have a normal day if uh, if you check on his calendar on a wall every time so he's have a normal day in uh, like between monday and friday he's have normal days and uh, he's working he go for fitness so for a doctor so every time's okay but in a weekend he need to go for another life because he sees uh, his self like in this state and and to be and to be honest with you like many syrian people they have the same nostalgia in Germany, Sweden. Um, I mean about the younger people. So they live alone. Um, That's why the actor made that point to you, right? It, it, exactly. Uh, so they live alone and uh, um, they don't have, uh, for example, when they came uh, beginning to Germany, for example, they don't uh, know uh, to talk like a Deutsch. So they don't have friends, they don't have families, they lost maybe their families in Syria and they came uh, to, to Germany. So they have like nostalgia and nostalgia, it's, it's different levels. Yeah, and isn't English a bridge that can maybe connect or uh, move cl- people closer or? Yeah, no, 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 it's a big, no, no, no. It's a like it's like also the English language in, uh, in Germany is very difficult because uh, like like you're gonna talk full English in Denmark with the Danish people, but not uh, in France or Germany, for example, or mm-hmm. Italy. So uh, they didn't speak English yeah. and they want to speak English. So that's very difficult for new refugees. Like one half million uh, refugees, they came uh, between 2015 and 17 to Germany. Very high number. And that's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 So that's what happened with the Ziad. Because that put it like a full memory. But also, um, you can put Ziad character in all younger people who is a live alone. For example, we have students in Denmark. They live alone. They don't have a Danish friends because it's very difficult to pick like uh, integration with the Danish people sometimes. Like, like what's what's it they think it's many stu- international students here so um, about the language about the different culture so um, they live alone yeah i see yeah, yeah. and structure wise also um 
full memory. It's by comparison to my toy, it's quite uh, on the experimental strand, let's say, with the black and white and the, the repetition in the routine that will only bro be broken once he faces his trauma. And so were there any movies that inspired you in that regard, in the way that you wrote the movie? No, it's, it's happened like funny things about uh, um, when when we start the first day to shooting in, uh, in Luxembourg. And uh, one of my crew, he told me... Uh, did you saw the Oscar 2022 last year? So I'm told, no, I'm actually, I don't have a time. I've been uh, very busy on to make something or for a full memory set. And uh, he told me because the technique who is winner, best short film in Oscar 2022, who is a black uh, guy. Uh, it's it's also a true story. What happened in US, who is a policeman, he killed him, who is a black man. So they made like this story as a short film and they won uh, as a best short film uh, for Oscar. So he got an Oscar. So the same technical between the full memory and uh, this movie. So full memory, um, uh, every time, every weekend, and he walk up and they go for a train station and the back for next weekend and the back for next weekend, next weekend, next weekend. Uh, I, I don't remember what the name, the short film. Uh, ah, I'm sorry, I don't remember. But the story for black man, he walk up, and the go for street, and the policeman, American policeman, he's to stop him, and they killing him, and he walk up again when he did, and they go for street, and he meet him, and he did, and he walk up, and he did, right. he, yeah. So the same technically, but I didn't mean because I didn't watch him yet this movie. But they told me it's the same technical. So I'm just thinking to be to put some uh, different in full memory. So I put it like uh, I'm changing the colors. When 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 we've been with the Ziad live, we can be with him black and white because he's just alone. He can see uh, he's he's a guest because who is like was extra but, uh, in in uh, in a bar. Who's a people? It was with him in in a bar, and uh, they they shooting him from uh, telephone because when 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 he dancing, so he's uh, just hear the Syrian music, but it was a different music. It was English, so yeah, he's uh, just thinking about like a different. He's uh, just alone. Who's uh, so bad? Yeah, so and I yeah, and I imagine that you also, in, in that respect, you've complemented the situation by changing the aspect ratio as well. Exactly, and, and in mm -hmm. the end, when 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 we hear the um, the true story from his mother, so I need to change the color to be like a colors. So okay, we knows now what's happened with the Ziad. We also would like to focus on your work beyond just the the filmmaking side because you're also very much involved. In, um, in the behind the scenes of series of film festivals, like for instance, as a manager of the Harhus uh, Arab Film Festival in Denmark and the Syrian Film Festival for the Danish Film Institute, uh, also as a jury member, or as you mentioned, I think, for the Odense International Film Festival, uh, among others, uh, also in Sweden and in India. So what brought you to these contexts, to this behind the scenes, like as a as a festival manager and as a jury, and how difficult has it been to to balance all this work in your in your life as well? Uh, Two thousand eighteen, I did a Syrian film festival. It was a challenge uh, 
for me because um, I've been very stupid how 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 I get like a funding. So uh, I don't have any idea how how can me to get a fund or help or sponsor or something, but I need to do this festival as a Syrian film festival. So the festival in normal it's to be like in one city, right? But I did it in in uh, 2018. I did it in four Danish cities: Olmos, Copenhagen, Aalborg, and Odense. And then I move it to uh, Norway, Oslo, Trondheim, Lillehammer, and Bergen, also for Norwegian city, and for Stockholm and Malmo. So you have 10 Scandinavian cities. I've been alone. I mean, that's quite a feat, you know, to how I, my first question is how do you get infrastructure to do that? <laughs> I've been alone. You know? I've been alone. I don't have any team. Right. So, uh, but I have a good network with the Syrian directors, Syrian actors. Uh, so, uh, and also it was very difficult for me uh, to uh, to mention about the Syrian family, you know, because of some uh, Syrian films, it's uh, be uh, under uh, Syrian Film Institute. So I'm not to work with them. And uh, some uh, movies, it's talking very over about the ISIS and the about war. I don't mm. want to screen the same these movies for Danish people or Danish right. audience or Scandinavian audience. So it was very difficult for me to select which movie I I, I need to screen for Scandinavian movie, uh, Scandinavian uh, audience. So um, 2018, I'm screening four uh, long films and the four short films. And to be also uh, three guesses as a filmmaker, um, the Syrian uh, filmmakers, but they live out Syria. So uh, I'm just to make deal with the cinemas. Uh, I'm told them uh, you can get uh, all tickets, but please give me chance to screen my movies. And uh, so I'm just selected on um, four long films and the four short films. Uh, it was very difficult to select which films like to be uh, uh, as as a Syrian story to be like uh, to focus on um, Syria as a country or Syrian people uh, before the war and after the war. So what's happened and what's that different? So, um, but I'm just surprised because many international channels, TV channels, and the radio newspapers it's talking about me. So like BBC, CNN, Jazeera, Arabia, um, it's many, many media, they talk about me. Uh, we did a success and um, it was a, like a Danish audience and uh, Norwegian and Swedish people. So they very interested and they asked me when 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 they watched the Syrian movie, they told me, Mazen, are you sure the Syria? So I'm telling them, yeah, this Syria. Because they don't have any idea about the Syrian and about Syrian, just about what they hear it from the media. And as refugees, uh, issues, uh, children. So that's it. They don't have any idea who's the oldest country in the world, who's oldest cities in the world, Alibo, Damascus. So um, I'm, I'm just screened that. For a Scandinavian audience. 2019, I'm finished from uh, film school, my master, uh, as a director uh, from a film school in Denmark in August. Um, 
and and uh, 2019 also it was important year in my life because I did it four short films as producer with the film school and uh, I did it Syrian film festival also in Scandinavian Denmark Sweden and Norway but here in this year 10 Danish cities not four and I get like a funding from Danish Film Institute from August Kumon, Odense Kumon, Copenhagen Kumon, they helped me because after a success, what's happened 2018. So, uh, and then I'm, uh, I'm gonna make like a big project more uh, as August Arab Film Festival. August Arab Film Festival, it was a different because you know, you have almost 28 uh, Arabic countries. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm screened like uh, 50 films almost between the future, documentaries, uh, animation, uh, short, long. So uh, it was a jury uh, groups. Um, it was many uh, international guests uh, in August, sure, in Danish city, uh, August. Um, and in December, I'm finished in, uh, in film school, from film school, uh, happened Corona in March. And then they, they start to, to, um, to be ready to close the, the country. Uh, but before two weeks of a Corona, I did an Arab Women Film Festival. It was a just a step to, uh, to make a test for audience if I want to make international women's film festival. And that's what's happened in 2020. I did an international women's film festival. Uh, but I've been also a jury in many festivals, uh, but it's very important. I've been official jury um, in Odense Film Festival, who is the oldest uh, film festival in Scandinavian. And the work, uh, we work together with the European Film Award and the uh, Oscars. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been with the two jury member or more. So we... Uh, uh, selected about like a best uh, short film and the best story and the best character and European Film Award, so four awards. And then we 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 sent for uh, Oscar um, and they can caring about this, so they can select it or they can question. Um, and and I'm started like to be like a jury in a different international film festivals in the world, like US, Europe, Middle East. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you did a post about it. I found that interesting. How, how is, you know, how do you do that work with festivals when they are international? Um, I think, you know, that would be interesting to ask. Look, to be honestly with you, all my friends told me that, Mazen, you you put yourself in a black box. They meant like, I uh, I have a social life, but not like all the people. I mean, always from the morning to the evening, I'm just a war. I'm just, if if I have a free time, I make script. I can write. So uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, always like um, learn something. For example, get online courses. Um, I mean, I'm mean not a student, for example, or or hobby. I'm I'm just professional. So 2012, I'm finished from dramatic uh, art school as an actor after four years and 2019 my master as a uh, director and 2019 also i've been in the university in dramatic class so um i have my diplomas i have uh, um, my big dream i believe myself in this point 
and every time I'm ready to learn a new something. So uh, who's who's the same for me, uh, for example, on a social media or email? And he told me, you can be jury, but as free with us because we don't have a budget. So I can understand him because I'm a starter without a budget in Syrian Film Festival. So sure, I can I, I can be with him because he respects me when 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 he thinking about me. So I yeah. did focus about money. Okay, to be honestly, the money, it's very important in the life. But to make your career and to make your big name as international, so you need to um, to hit like something. So you you don't need to put many roles. Do you understand mm -hmm. what? I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So so okay, we don't have the money, we don't have a budget. I can understand that. Yeah, and then I'm curious. Originally, you said that uh, when you were starting Arabus Film Festival. If I understood it correctly, you couldn't show or had difficulties showing Syrian films that concerned the war, for example. And so you veered off more to Syrian films or made by Syrian filmmakers that were more about introducing or presenting to European viewers uh, the other side of the country that was not concerned with the war. And that surprised them, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah and that's I'm, interesting. I'm... You know, it's another side to get to see that's not concerned. But do you think that nowadays, how now that the festival has progressed, you can show Syrian films that include the war why I cannot. I, yeah cannot. i i cannot to screen now new syrian films okay. because all 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 the syrian films now it's talking about the war the uh, documentary it's not uh, feature so um, i cannot to screen always about the war like when 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 you make palestinian film festival okay so the war in palestinian between palestine and israel it's like you have 60 years almost and every time um, you must receive then a bunch of films. They're all a catalog about war, exactly. basically. <laughs> so, so yeah. the Palestinian filmmaker or Palestinian film festival, they have a goal to screen all Palestinian movies. It's who's talking about war, right? Oh, yeah, okay. I understand. So, uh, yeah. So, for example, my uh, my toy is screened uh, uh, before three days, I think, uh, in uh, uh, Palestine. Um, and when 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 I'm checking about a movie, so is it selected? So all movies are talking about war. Okay, okay, we need to make that sure. We need to focus about important uh, point in the world. But I cannot screen more about war. If you have if you have a different stories, okay, I can to think again to make like a Syrian film festival again. But already I did it. My goal in three years. 18, 19, and 20. So I'm screened many different Syrian movies before the war, before 2011, and after the war, 2011. So, but it's enough because that I'm put for Arab Film Festival in Denmark. And what are some of the more challenging uh, aspects of these festival roles? What is the, you know more difficult to do? Um, uh, it very depends. Uh, for example, when uh, when I've been in Odense Film Festival, it was very important to focus uh, about who is the best story and the best short film, because um, the award and the mention for Oscar. So it's very important for any filmmaker. So I'm I'm, an, I'm a filmmaker and I can understand that point. So I need to sit with the jury members and. Uh, to talk together many times, many times. And we ask ourselves, why this movie? Why exactly this film? Why not this film? But like, for example, I've been, um, I'm now a jury in three different uh, festivals. So I'm just been a jury in my home. 
I'm just watching all uh, movies from my home. With Indian festival, a Swedish festival, American festival, I didn't talk with any jury member. I'm just selected and they give my review and uh, I'm just contact with the director of film festival. Uh, I'm told them what I'm thinking about the movies, why uh, I mentioned this film as a best short film or best actor or best actors. So why? But I've been alone. I didn't contact with another juries. In, in, in my job as a jury, I'm focused about who is the movie um, um, give give like um, um, to be like a full option in a, in 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 a movie. For example, the good story and the good uh, character and the good directing, uh, good editing. But sure, that very depends and very difficult to mention that because uh, we don't know how much of the budget it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just about to ask. Uh, it is interesting that you now mentioned the relationship with other jury members and how much you do alone, how much you do together. Is there any sort of how is the interaction, the communication with other jury members when deciding if a film gets accepted or not? Is there a, an online system where you share reviews together? Are there situations where you are together in a sort of round table and present your opinions? Uh, what are the different variations of that scenario? Uh, I'm told you, it's very. It's like uh, depends. Um, sometimes I meet them, and sometimes I'm I'm, I'm I've been alone. Uh, just I'm in, uh, make my review and they selected or not. Um, I'm just watching all the movies alone in my home. So, um, but but for example, when I've been in Odense Film Festival uh, and uh, uh, another festivals, for example, in Norway, um. Uh, I'm just a seat and we talk together with the jury and uh, um, to know like which movie it's uh, we can give the chance. And uh, it's very, it's to it's be um, as a jury group, it's to be like a different members. Like I'm from Denmark, but I came from Syrian background. So uh, another one from Sweden, another one from Netherlands, another one American. So, and also we have a different career, for example, I'm a filmmaker, producer, and another one who's a journalist, another one, uh, maybe, maybe a writer. So right. it depends here. Like the, the Syrian Film Festival. So you worked alongside the Danish Film Institute. I think you mentioned that to, in that preparation. I'm not sure. Yeah, Syrian Film Festival and Ogos uh, Arab Film Festival, we get the funding from them. And they were the support uh, for my projects and the Danish Commune uh, um, and uh, Politiken in Denmark also, the, as government, I mean, uh, sponsors, uh, yeah. How did that relationship start with the Danish Institute? How was it approaching them for the first time to collaborate in our festivals? Um, it, in Corona time, it was very difficult because... Uh, um, um every year like any film institute i think in europe they have a, like a budget like limited budget and um, they be support for um, um any important project it's becoming this year or not um but the problem it was in corona time because um it, it wasn't like a big budget for danish film institute so it was very um um, difficult for us, like to make uh, what we think in also to 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 make like uh, uh, every year it's a, um, a new thing in a festival. So to put like a new program in a festival or new guests and new lines. So, but now it's okay. So we work 
them and we work um, they they support us and um, many many uh, organizations and the governments in Denmark so they support my project you're an actor as well as you mentioned um but obviously with plenty of experience working behind the scenes so as a director producer um and so my question is how have these types of work influenced one another have you changed as an actor because of your experience as a producer for example or perhaps because you're a director with acting experience you cast differently uh, or direct other actors in a different way when 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 you tell me mazen i have a story come to work together so i'm told you okay tell me your story so i can i can mention myself what i can to do what i can to give you so as producer for example maybe i can tell you ah, no this that movie not for me as a director so because i'm told you that i believe myself and i know myself like my toy i've been producer writer and director and i'm just finished it last week from french movie it was a to z french i didn't speak french but i'm writing the story in english and um, just my assistant director he helped me like to translate uh, for french and uh, it was a two uh, assistants director with me they they from Paris and uh, I've been a producer writer and director so it was very difficult for me to do that movie as French so uh, all the crew in French uh, all the cast of French people um, the story French the location we should in Paris so but but I can see myself I can I can make control everything under control so we shoot it four days. It was very difficult, but we did it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's we, good. Have you seen any of the footage prior or well, after uh, the shooting? Yeah, we, we start now to make a post-production, but all the crew and the cast, they told me the same. They told me, Mazen, you are amazing director, not because what what your image, what you imagine, but just your director, because um, after after every shot, you make a get me five for people and you 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 have a positive for people you are angry and you you didn't make order as as ego i don't have yeah, ego. that's always one of the main things one of the main tenets yeah. if you want to be director believe me believe me if you want to be director one day so you cannot to put your ego in a set believe mm-hmm. me yeah you need to be really- you need to be friend with them you mm-hmm. need to be friend. Sure, sometimes if if I'm a repeat and the character he, or, or actor he didn't understand on me, so I I will be angry. But after that, I can to change the mood. So I'm telling, yeah, let's go, bravo, give me fun. <laughs> I I can put my my positive. So that what's happened. All the cast and the crew they told me the same, and they told me, "Listen, you have a positive energy." And they said, "Yeah, that's good. That's essential." Yeah. Particularly yeah, yeah. with actors, being a director, that's your department. So uh, it's very important to keep up the spirits I'm and not very, shout. Very look, I'm very looking to see uh, after uh, post-production what will happen. So it's, it's very challenging. Yeah, yeah I hope for the best. It, now it comes another challenge of translating everything, you know, uh, again exactly. in, in another process. Exactly. But I have a big name as an actor, Brice, uh, who is play uh, main character. Uh, he's very famous in France and uh, he gave me a chance to work with him. Um, I mean, every time I tell him, thank you, please, for that uh, chance. Uh, And very different between 
France and Denmark when when you want to make uh, a short film. I mean, um, if if you wanted to make a short film in Denmark, so okay, you can get a fund almost uh, maybe one thousand dollars or five thousand dollars maximum from organizations as Odense Film Workshop, August Film Workshop, Copenhagen Film Workshop. It's very different. It depends where you will shoot. So, um, but maximum like four five thousand dollars. Uh, but but you can shoot tomorrow. You don't need for documents to shooting outside. In France, it's very different. In France, very different. If you wanna, if, if you wanna, for example, to shoot Tourivel, you cannot to shoot Tourivel uh, in evening because the lights for Tourivel specifically in evening. That, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly in evening because the light, <laughs> the 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 Tourivel lights, they have a uh-huh. right for lights. Right. So you need, That's you interesting. Need, yeah, yeah, so you need to pay on one second or one minute. I remember. Wow. Two thousand. Two thousand okay. euro. Two thousand euro. <laughs> but 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 I shoot in a day. I shoot uh, five o'clock in the morning. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. How do I get across these bastards? Okay, five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it, it, it was a crazy. It was a crazy because I'm back from shooting twelve o'clock in the night to hotel, and I woke up like two o'clock. So I'm just asleep in four days. <laughs> almost seven hours in four days. But I did well, it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know, you, you always feel like you know it's always a miracle when you finish a film. It's, it's, it feels like I, you I did you it. got away with murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I got away with the Torrefell lights. You know, <laughs> that's okay, what we can yeah. say here. Um, yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very difficult to find also location. So I can remember um, they have a big building and organization in in Paris. Uh, Arab Institute. It's very old building and the old institute, Arab Institute. Um, um, uh, I have a good network with them, so I'm um, just uh, talking with my friend. Uh, she is a manager there, so I'm um, told her uh, I need for corridor and one room to shooting there as a company. She told me, yeah, okay, Mazen, because we are friends, so I can give you uh, every uh, hour two thousand euro. You need to pay two thousand euro by hour. So I'm telling what. My budget is just to uh, two thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's the friend like, discount. Okay, Mason, I'm your friend, friend, so discount. this is what we're gonna do: two thousand euro. <laughs> so exactly. I'm your friend, so let's do this. Exactly, exactly. So so it's very very depends very depends between uh, France and Denmark on this mm-hmm. spot. But yeah. uh, I need to do shorter film, a French short film, because I'm going to to make my future film now in uh, between Paris and Jordan. Okay. Yeah. So I will shooting 50% of the film in Marseille in France and the 50% in Jordan Oman. Wow, we have an international production here. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, we're looking forward to see that and as well your French film. How did you come across, you know, starting the project? Was it someone who approached you? Uh, on, on, on the future film, do you mean? No, this French film we just it just made. Uh... Ah, two tickets. Um, uh, two tickets. Um, I've been a writer, producer, and director. He's talking about like uh, old man. He's over fifty five years. He's a French man, and uh, he's he's uh, um, he every time he's trying to to find like a social life to broken his routine because he's have all the problem from a past problem. So um, always he's trying to, to, to find like solution and to find like uh, social life. So uh, yeah. And then we can see what will happen. Right. Okay. <laughs> I cannot talk more. <laughs> leave a little tease. <laughs> a little yeah. Teaser. <laughs> yeah. 
And that was the latest from Mazen Hash Kasim, folks. We would like to thank his presence here today and have a look into his work once out on streaming platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, share this interview, or simply give us a like. That's how our podcast can grow ever more groovy. And if you're on YouTube and want to see more interviews like this, check out this next video right here. Thank you for listening and see you next time.